Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair Media Network. Justin Fields had the greatest pro day of all time while simultaneously hating football. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the vigilante working to stop baseless NFL draft rumors. And with me, as always, is AJ... Mac Jones has it, Marchese. <laughs> he's, the, he's the first one in, the last one out. He's going third overall. Lock it in. Doesn't matter that he overthrows balls at his pro day because he's got the right attitude. Football he's IQ, pro ready, right? pro ready. Hey, four-year starter, right? <laughs> he checks all of uh, Parcells' quarterback uh, thingies. <laughs> Would he hit any of them? No. Uh, probably Touchdown interception. Right, okay, yeah. And completion percentage. For I don't sure. think he hits. So, two of five. Um, actually, he probably graduated three of five. I love that Parcells was worried if a quarterback had graduated from a university. It shows their commitment. I, I like how you're talking yourself into Mac Jones now. That's what I'm yes. hearing. Today, we're continuing our 2021 NFL draft position rankings with the interior offensive line. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby Driving up to Cleveland maybe Looking for a Lawrence or Sewell Don't draft specialists on the first day Don't draft specialists on the second day Maybe draft a punter in the six We'll see Let's go seven rounds Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. From rare dead stock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. In partnership with eBay, Armchair Media will be raffling off four custom-made sneakers, each purchase you make before March 31st through ebay.com slash sneakers will enter you into a drawing for a one-of-one one pair of Air Force One Low Tops. Just send a screenshot of your purchase to at Armchair Media on Twitter or Instagram. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NBA is in full swing. The Final Four is... Here, then the national championship game after that, March Madness is well underway, and Bet Online has you covered for all your tournament betting needs. They've also got you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. 
Bet Online, your online sports book experts. Speaking of sports, before we jump into our interior offensive line talk, maybe a little pro day talk because that's the real sport, and you should throw out all your tape evals and base everything mm-hmm. you see on pro days. So uh, we've obviously had a handful of the bigger pro days in, in recent days and weeks. Uh, I just wanted to kind of give you a platform, AJ, to tell us why Mac Jones is now your quarterback one. I, I, I Okay, I'll give him one thing. It was smart to do a, a second throwing session or two of them. And then it's like such a work around the combine thing that they're just doing multiple pro days to get more guys on the field. Anyways, though, I don't know why that's where I went. It's because I don't really care about pro days. Yeah, it's nice to see the testing numbers. Um, I, 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 I still don't know how much I'm buying the 40s, but I'm buying everything else. And I do, I do like getting the sizes. Yeah, the, especially for the guys who weren't at the Senior Bowl. And Senior Bowl, I mean, some of the Senior Bowl sizes have changed a bit, too. Um, yeah, I mean, it, also that was funny how, how much they loaded the Pro Day schedule. Like, like today and yesterday, or the last couple of days, were just like, like every school had their Pro Days. Anyways, uh, Kyle Pitts. You, you want to start Kyle Pitts? I mean, he did exactly what you expected him to do. He, he ran a 4 4 5. That's what he said. And actually, it's funny enough, I saw a tweet that. Florida is one of the few schools that their their forty times on the pro day are slower than their combine times. I don't know why. So, anyways, that four 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 five uh, it's legit, and you, you shouldn't be surprised at all. Um, and and his wingspan is massive, and he's everything uh, we thought he is. Obviously, the Bears are who we thought they were. And we let him off the hook. Exactly. Rest in peace. Uh, yeah, I mean, Kyle Pitts confirmed uh, to me and I think most people at this point, that he's the number two player in this draft. He is the exception to the rule of not drafting a tight end in the top ten because he's more than a TJ Hawkinson. He is just a ridiculous pass catcher who can line up all over the place, create mismatches all over the place. He's got everything you need to find. Like Travis Kelsey is essentially a wide receiver one, right? George Kittle is in Darren Waller, same thing. Yep. He's got the tools to be that. Prior to recording this episode, we were just talking about how there's not that many great tight ends after those top three in the league right now, and how uh, how immediately Kyle Pitts might end up being a top five tight end. Yeah, I mean, he, he's walking into the league as a top ten tight end guaranteed, and uh, by halfway through his rookie season, he might be a top five tight end, and I don't think that's something ridiculous to say. Um, other other pro day things. Justin Fields ran uh, sub four five. It's ridiculous. Looked fantastic in his uh, in his throwing. Uh, made similar to throws to Zach Wilson. Didn't get the same type of praise. That's strange. Um, but he, uh, he he apparently scouts said he he had one of the best pro day workouts they've ever seen. And then the next day we hear apparently he's not that committed to football despite playing through what looked like broken ribs in a playoff run and leading the big 10 petition to get football back. He, I guess he doesn't love football. Um, just that classic minority quarterback scout weird takes uh, yeah. as the draft approaches. Yeah, la- lazy takes like uh, uneducated yeah. and lazy. Exactly. Um, hey, Trey, Trey Lance, Justin Fields at three. It's actually an interesting battle to see who it will be. And Mac Jones. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I mean, Rappaport did say he'd be shocked if Mac Jones doesn't go top ten. So like that that that's saying something. But I'm still not buying I just, that, like, that it's to, Mac Jones to, at three. 
are the Panthers going to fall in love with Mac Jones at eight? I don't, like, I don't. To who? I don't know. The Saints are trading up. The, well, the Dolphins could take him six. Just get him into it. Like, two was at his best when Mac Jones was his backup, right? <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, look, you, you might be onto something here. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, how? I mean, Jamar Chase, that was an absolute show today, too. Um, yeah. Ter- Terrace Marshall running sub 4 4 as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sort of Racy McMath. All the LSU receivers ran really fast. It might be a bit, um, bit used, I think. But yeah. Kyle, Tr- Kyle Trask looked like funny. Um,. Oh, Tanner Lee was throwing at the LSU Pro yeah, Day, which was great. The sick. That's like that was, perfect content for us. I um <laughs> Yeah, Chase two, two actual Go ahead, sorry. I was just gonna I was gonna change topics, so you, you talk Chase if you want to talk Chase. No, I'm just saying, like like it wasn't I mean, obviously the forties the the headline catcher, but the the shuttle was insane. He he jumped out of the room too, forty one for it, broad one thirty two. Like uh, that's all that's all the boxes. Again, uh I, like I think that's that cements him as being the first wide receiver off the board. If you didn't already think, so. yeah, I, I think I think I think you're correct. He uh, he's a freak of nature. The, yeah, the one I mean, the one like which what it wasn't even a question, but the one thing people would like if they were nitpicking, they would talk about his long speed maybe not being elite, and then he goes and runs sub four four and yeah. looked amazing out there. Um, it, it's hard to imagine he isn't the first receiver off the board in. in it's hard to imagine he's not a top 10 pick. Um, Justin Fields' awesome pro day actually overshadowed a couple of Buckeyes who I thought tested fantastic. Um, Tommy Togiai, both in his jumping and he benched uh, 40 reps, which, like, that's pretty big time in a weak interior defensive line class. Yeah. Next episode, we'll be talking about him for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Pete Werner and Baron Browning blew it, blew it up. Like Baron Browning's numbers are insane, um, and and Trey Sermon tested kind of better than you'd expect. Yeah, I think that one's he's just not getting the attention he deserves because he ran a four five seven, which is you know you watch him that's that's what he looks like. But everything else, the the cone was yeah, really good. Like, exactly. Check the big box. Yeah, the the cone, the vert, the broad, which with his style of play, way more important. Those things are more important than if, and then his forty. I yeah. Uh, yeah, then Bra- Browning and Werner just. Yeah. Out of this world testing, which we knew Baron Browning was a great athlete, and it's always been, can he put it together actually on the field? Um, but Pete Werner, who's been the most consistent linebacker at Ohio State the last couple of years, those types of numbers, and, and I mean, he, he's kind of in that same range where Malik Harrison went with the Ravens. And and Tough Borland ran a 498. <laughs> yeah, Tough Borland is me trying to play football in the Big Ten. So. I love it. All heart, baby. Uh, yeah, uh, all the Washington guys tested pretty well too. I mean, uh, it, it kind of sucks that they stack all the bigger pro days together. So I, I know. we haven't been talking pro days now. We've got a million people to talk about if if we wanted to. Um, Dante Smith actually uh, for East Carolina had a really great pro day. Uh, really, I thought it was a little little disappointing. I'll, I'll double the again. broad. Yeah, he jumped his his broad. Like seeing that, like I don't really care what his forty was, you know. Blake Pearl's Pearl is faster than his dad. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, oh, uh, hey, it's worth mentioning. Kellen Mond made the most impressive throw of anyone's pro day. I agree. Yeah, that that one throw again. That 
because they stacked the pro days, he didn't really get his TV time on NFL Network. But yeah, that that one throw that made the the rounds yesterday, that was yeah, that was more impressive than than Wilson's throw or Justin Fields' throw. The you know the freaky throws yeah. they make. Uh, yeah, sorry, going back to Smith, I got the numbers up. The 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 agility times were kind of worse than I yeah. expected, but the broad was yeah, the broad's impressive. Um, anyone else you wanna you wanna mention? I don't I don't really think so. I mean, T- Tyler Shelvin's the definition of a plug. <laughs> lots of lots of good good testing this year, which doesn't surprise you, me. You know what? You know what's funny? No one really talked about like Jock, Jock tested really well at Notre Dame's pro day. No one really like I didn't really see any buzz about that. Yeah, again, it's just because. Well, first of all, there's so it, many stacked and it's all quarterback talk. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. That the quarter the quarterback fucking content wheels churning at a mile a minute. It, it's twenty four hour news cycle quarterback time right now. It's it's the worst. But yeah, I mean there there's been a lot of good tests testing and like. Uh, I, you know what? A lot of guys that we're going to mention today uh, tested really well too. Um. Oh, uh, just two more before we move on. Sorry. <laughs> um. Tommy Tremble tested really well, and Boogie Basham. Yeah, that that one was big. Yeah, that was impressive. Um. Sorry, I'm pull- I didn't see Tremble's numbers. I'm pulling up four six six three two forty. Ooh, one twenty two broad thirty seven vert. Damn, that's good. Yeah, and like you could tell he's twitchy on tape. Yeah. yeah. But just he's so very little used in the passing game. Um, I, I think he's going to end up going on, on day two. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think so too. I, I didn't Someone's have a day to sell grade, themselves. But yeah, thank you. I know you did. Okay, speaking of day two grades, I have plenty in this interior offensive line class. Me too. Um, overall, I, I, it's deeper than the tackle class, I think. Agreed. Um, there's a lot. I found there's a lot of competent centers in this class, which I don't know if that's always the case. Um, I think it's gonna. There's not gonna be a lot of consensus after probably the top six. I think you could get or me. Actually, you told me Bucky Brooks had Trey Smith third, so maybe after the top two, there's not a lot of consensus. <laughs> I, I think I think the top six guys are gonna be most people's top six guys in whatever order. I th- I think I think so too. I think so too. Um, and then it's kind of pick your poison uh, with a couple SEC guys and uh, a Big Ten man and, yeah. and some Notre Dame players. Yeah, but, uh, I, I like the yeah. whole Notre Dame group, to be honest. Yeah, well, I think, yeah, we both are in on Liam Meikenberg. But, yeah, both uh, Hainsey and Banks, they're, they're – and, they, I mean, Hainsey had a really good, quietly good senior bowl week. And we, we saw him play guard. We saw him play center, mm-hmm. um, which was good for him too. Uh, but yeah, I, I think we'll. Uh, how many um, how many interior offensive linemen do you think go in the first three rounds? Uh, at, at least thirteen. Oh, f- really? I was gonna say nine. I I got a I, that sorry that that's that's my grades. I got a lot of uh, I got a lot of top one hundred guys. Okay, interesting. I uh, I think not or. Me, I said nine, probably ten. Ten, maybe eleven. Um, no, yeah. If I'm if I'm really thinking about it, um, like if what I think is actually gonna happen, yeah, I think that's it's a better number. Like like uh, I'm way higher on Ben Cleveland than I think the NFL is. I'm not sure if he. He'll yeah, be uh, me, me too. Well, I do firmly have him as a top one hundred guy. Um, as do I. Like Aaron Banks, I have him in the top one hundred. I'm not sure exactly where he's gonna go. 
Interesting. I didn't know you liked Aaron Banks that much. I didn't know I did either, and I threw on the tape this week, and I, I, I really did enjoy him. Uh, um, okay, let's get into it with yeah with superlatives. Um, I think there's kind of three different guys you, you can debate for the the highest floor, highest ceiling, and best bet conversation Agreed. we have each week. Um, who 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 you go with for highest floor? I struggled. I struggled, but um, when it comes down to it, uh, I, I'm gonna go with Landon Dickerson. Who I I did too. I love Landon Dickerson. Yeah, I mean, like the only, like I, I put him for best bet too. Um, like the only thing, and I, if you don't I understand why, is the injury history. Yeah, um, that's why I didn't. I totally understand. I wasn't going to, but I'm like, I love him too much, he, and he is. I think he's better than what Garrett Bradbury was coming out of NC State. He's a more complete yeah player. Plus that size is ridiculous. Um. But yeah, he he's everything you look for in a center, and if you can get past, like if if he can stay healthy, which is a big if considering yeah. he's had uh, I think three season-ending injuries in five years at, between Alabama and Florida State. Um, but yeah, you like six six three twenty five ridiculous bend and flexibility for a massive center, which like le- you would think at six six leverage can become a problem uh, on especially on the mm-hmm. interior, but it doesn't really pop up for him he's got such great leg drive violent hands he he is the nastiest player i think in the entire draft um I, plus that, you get that the the big boost with his, his locker room i was about to say presence that. and yeah. leadership like he's just so lovable he's one of the most lovable guys in this class i think Dev, um, I, there, like there's, I, I, there's so many lovable guys in the interior group yeah uh, he's about as clean a prospect as there is in this class uh, on the field, but obviously, again, the injury history is the, the the big worry. But like we've talked about previously, there's not a lot of consistent elite centers in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he he very much has the potential to be a a top five center early in his career and a perennial Pro Bowler as long as he can stay healthy. And that injury history, like, I have a first-round grade. I'm assuming you do as well. I do, yeah. The the only thing that would stop him, I think, from going in the first round and being kind of like in the Garrett Bradbury, Ryan Kelly mid-first round range is that injury history. Um, do you think he'll end up going in the first round? I don't know. If, if Again, I have a first-round grade. I think he should go in the first round. I th- think he's going to go top 40 but not be a first-round pick. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's – we we can say he's a first round pick and our our jobs aren't on the line, uh, <laughs> yeah. If he gets hurt, so um, I, I mean, as a Steelers fan, I would be very happy if they took him twenty fourth. That's he, how much I, I I love him. He, he screams he Pittsburgh. One of the best yeah. Um, let, uh, okay. let me add one thing to the injury thing because obviously that that's the big fear. But we do know he's he's a really good recovery guy. Like he came back from that ACL, and I know he didn't really wheels. play. But yeah, doing cartwheels now, and he took a snap in the in the national championship or a couple snaps. So I think that again, the, the injury history is terrifying. But um, just seeing that, you know, he's a guy that's gonna put in the work in rehab, and you know, like now he's doing cartwheels. Like so, so that makes me feel better about that. You know. Yeah, I, I mean, again, though, if you're an NFL GM and you're sitting there, and there's a couple linemen. And you need an interior guy. It's hard to justify him maybe over some of these other guys here. Just again, just because simply because of the injury history. I, I, I totally agree. Yeah. 
and, and speaking of another guy who I think will go ahead of Landon Dickerson, though I have him behind him on my board, uh, I've got Elijah Vera Tucker for highest ceiling. I do too, and I also have him behind Landon Dickerson, but very close, very tight. But yeah, I, I think AVT is the, the highest ceiling guy. Yeah, I think he's going to be the first interior guy off the board. I would say he's the only interior first-round lock. Um, Agree. Obviously, shift the left tackle this year at USC and was more than competent at left tackle. And um, I, I, I have no issues if some people view him as, like, that's how good he was. I have no issues if some people view him as a tackle at the next level. I just think that the upside as a guard, he, he can be a, a pro bowl yeah. tone setter um, at, at left guard. Uh, he is so athletic and both both in short area quickness, but it, it like um, in zone blocking and, and moving in space. But also, I, I think you see it pop up a lot in, in pass protection, and, and that's why he held up at left tackle um, because he can mirror so well, and, and mm-hmm. uh, he's just got great great flexibility for a, for kind of a thicker guard type. But also. He he is not soft by any means. Like he he's a, a super athletic guy, and that's why I think he's got the highest ceiling. But he is also he can set that tone. He he looks to put dudes in the dirt. Yeah, I, I like I think you know he's a good pass protector as a tackle, and he's going to be a very very good one at, at guard, and that's why you, I think you kick him inside. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, like he definitely has the demeanor you want. I, I will say that sometimes in pass pro. Uh, you'll see him not finish through the whistle, I, I, to, to, to be honest. I'm not as high on Elijah Fair Tucker as I think a lot of people are. Um, I still have a first-round grade, so it's, it's like I'm a smidge lower. But, I mean, hey, I, I was really low on him in the summer, and I'm stupid. So don't really listen to me. Um, but, yeah, I, I, like, you know, you, you see, I think length and speed can get him on the edge, which, I mean, isn't surprising. But kick him inside. That you just, saw – Sorry? You saw uh, in the uh, Pac-12 championship against Oregon. Yeah, he he started off pretty hot, but then yeah. later in the game, Kayvon Thibodeau got. I mean, who's gonna be probably a top five pick? Exactly. Got the best of him a couple times. Yeah, ex- that's what to say. like I, he didn't do a bad job, but no, that, that's that's perfectly put. Um, but yeah, but then you, you, when you do see him against bigger body guys, uh, he handles them. So like that that checks that like like he's not gonna see guys like Kayvon Thibodeau if he's playing cards. So it's. I mean, Aaron Donald, but, but you know what I mean. Uh, so, so, like, like there's a lot to like, and I, I think I think he's not perfect, but th- all the upside um, makes him makes him the highest ceiling guy. Yeah, and tested really well, and yeah. both both as an interior guy and, and as a tackle. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I I think he he is gonna end up going top twenty. I think. Uh, I think so too. Okay. Moving to value pick, it's kind of tough because it's hard to get a sense of who mm-hmm. is likely to be available, I think, in round four out of this group. Um, I, I For me, I kind of cheated because I don't know how people view the Notre Dame duo, really, because you really haven't heard that much talk about them. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if Aaron Banks goes mid-third round, yeah. but I also wouldn't be shocked if he falls into the mid-fourth round, you know what I mean? Yeah. And Hainsey, I don't think is going to be a top 100 pick, but I like I, I, I don't really know if he's viewed as a fourth-round guy or a seventh-round guy, you know what I mean? So I, I kind of put them both here as a, as a value pick. Uh, hedge my bet. No, I, I put Hainsey for my sleeper, which, again, is a little cheating. 
But I, I do think the NFL kind of sees him more as a sixth-ish round guy. The, the more I read of him uh, or try to, you know, because I'm like, I, I really like Robert Hainsey, but I'm looking it up and, like, not, not too many are, people are big fans of his. So that's why I kind of put him – again, he's not really a sleeper and value pick's probably a, a better place to put him. But I do think, like, like he's probably going to be there in, in the fifth or sixth round. And, and you get so much value with him just, again, because he played right tackle for Notre Dame. Yeah. He, he he's going to be a guard at the NFL, but he showed at the senior bowl. He can play a little bit of center too. So you could view him as a swing interior guy. I think with uh developmental traits, like he, he's not going to blow you away athletically. And I don't think no. he tested very well, but that, that's again, that's not really his game. I think in a power scheme, he's got so much pop and power in his hands and he's got that edge to him. A lot of these guys really do. And I think despite the lack of athleticism, he, he, Gets to the second level pretty consistently and always is looking for work, which is, a, a, a re- again, a recurring theme in this class. You'll see a lot of these dudes are, t- are tone setters. That's why I really like this class. They were, it was a really fun watch. Yeah, I know. Like, it, like, I, I don't want to say it was hard to separate guys, but it was easy to fall in love with a lot of them because uh, – Yes. So, you know, it's a lot of guys that – uh, you know, most classes, there's only a couple guys that, like, you know, if they're not on someone in pass pro, they go and just fucking bury guys in the dirt that, you know, that's already engaged. Um, it felt like every guy in this class did that. Yeah, it was crazy. I I mean, I love it. Um, and just with Aaron Banks, again, he, he – I would not be shocked if he goes mid-third mid round or something, but – yeah, like he looks like both because like his size, you, mm-hmm. you can't teach that type of size. He's six six three thirty. Looks every bit the part of that. He again another power scheme type guy. I think I don't think he's the greatest athlete in the world. No, but you, you can plug him in at left guard. He can he can hold hold up and well enough in pass protection because he's got a strong anchor and he's he uses his length and his hands pretty well. Um, he does need to play with better bend i think i that that's one worry i have with he him plays high, but th- yeah yeah but then in the run game he is he's another mfer and, and he's got the power at the point of attack that you look for in a, in a left guard who can be a lead blocker and, and they played him at left tackle at times too and it's like he didn't look great out there uh florida state specifically but just seeing a guy do it, you, it <laughs> yeah that's a, when a guy when a guy can is a good guard, and you you see he's got some experience at tackle. It's not a bad thing, even if he struggles. Yeah, and he's six five three thirty eight. So I mean, but yeah, he's another guy finisher. Uh, when you blitzing, it's running into a wall. Like he doesn't get knocked back, and lots of pop in his hands. And for his size, like no, he's not a good athlete, but it's not terrible. Like like he's he can get out there a bit. Um, like like second like he's. He's more so he can work to the second level a bit, but isn't going to get on and make you know blocks outside the hashes or anything like that. Um, and quickly going back to Hainsey, I just think he's like really well rounded and the um, admiral. <laughs> yeah, he what two time captain there at Notre Dame. That's that's saying something. I yeah, pl- playing right tackle. Um, do you, and, he's he's not in my top ten, obviously. But do you want to hear my pro comp? Yeah, please. Mark Lewinsky. I <laughs> you want to hear mine? I, it's Jack Muhart. Yeah, I had to retire, but a really good guard. Um, like Glowinski's a little Ebert was good. Sorry, that that's a good one. Glowinski's a little, you know, he, he was a big time tester, but yeah, um, uh, similar similar skill set uh, outside of the athleticism. I, I agree with you. Um, I think he's just like well rounded. Like he doesn't do anything gr- 
great. Doesn't do anything poorly other than being a mad athlete. But I don't think it it shows up too much on the. On and the getting field. getting that getting that in terms of value, if he is available late day three, you're getting a guy who both in terms of leadership qualities. But versatility along yeah. the line, he could play all five positions. Yeah. You wouldn't want him to, but having having a eighth or seventh offensive lineman who can plug in at a spot in a pinch, that's always a plus. Yeah, and like he didn't look great snapping the ball. So I, I I definitely agree though. Like he, he, he had also just hadn't done it before, and they just threw him into it for sure, for sure. And even just the the effort to do it is great. I, I think you you plug him at guard is it's not plug and play it, but. I think down the line you, you got a confident starting guard. Uh, who's your value pick? Uh, I went a little higher, uh, but not in my top ten, so I thought it was okay. Um, I think he's in yours. So I, I went Kendrick Green from Illinois. Who? Oh yeah, he's in mine. Yeah, he's my eleven. So and I, I am higher. Like I have a mid third round grade on him. Uh, but another guy, I, I'm not really sure where the NFL views him. I do you think he's going top one hundred? Yeah, I think he's going in the third round. Okay, that's where I have him. I don't. I don't know if he is. I, I think he's going to go end up in the fourth round. But uh, fun as hell, dude. He's he's un, he's been undersized at six two three oh five. But uh, man, he, he can move. He tested really well. Big explosiveness, and you, you see it in the run game. He he's just so he gets out of his stance so so quick. He gets out on guys so easily. Um, like he's always finding someone to hit on the second level. Uh, another guy just like good body control. Like he, you know he can turn and wall guys on the reach blocks. Uses leverage well, works the combos well. Um, he, he plays a bit upright in, in pass pro. He ends up on the ground mm-hmm. a bit much, but um, I, like he's not a great pass protector yet. But I think everything is there for him to become solid. Um, like like yeah, he's functionally strong. Yeah, yeah, trustworthy is a, a good a good word because like he can stick his hips and anger, and he, he's got the, the another guy. He's a son of a bitch. Like he's <laughs> he's looking yeah. for someone to fucking nail every single. He plays with the whistle like. You know, he's one of those guys that's going to jump on the pile or jump over the pile to make a block, even though the running back's already on the ground. And it's a little reckless, but, but I mean, you love it. You love it. And um, wrestling background, too, and you definitely see it because he can, he can toss yeah. dudes. And uh, Yeah, I, I like Kendrick Green a lot. It's just I like this group so much that you end up as my, my 11th. Yeah, there's there's guys outside of my top 10 who I think will be starters. In yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Do, now, uh, do, do you think Green's going to stick at guard or, or move to center? I was I was about to mention that he, he played a little bit of center at Illinois as well. Yeah, Obviously, four starts. Not necessarily ideal size uh, for a guard. I think he'll end up as a center. Me too. You want, you want to hear my comp? It's a big one. Yeah. Dominic Rayola. That's so fucking weird. I have someone else with a Dominic Rayola comp. <laughs> what are the odds? We love Dominic Rayola. That's so strange. Uh, I have a I have a much larger comp because I'm, okay. I okay. I, I think I'm I'm pretty fucking high on him. Yeah, Dominic Rayola is really really good. Sound. I honestly I couldn't believe he's never made a Pro Bowl. Yeah, he did, boy, he started for like a decade. Like like uh, thirteen years as the Lions center. So I mean. That, that's still a lofty ass comp. That I think you're getting a guy one of that, the nastiest players too. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I like that comp. I, I think you're getting that type of guy. And again, it's he, he, I don't think he's starting year one. Maybe, but uh, I think long term you're getting a long term starter. Yeah, I know that's a good pick. Um, first sleeper. See, again, I struggle because I don't know where this guy is viewed. I'm gonna call him a sleeper. Uh, David Moore from Grambling State. I'm fine with it. I'm cool with it. I love David Moore. <laughs> I do too. I think um, 
he had a really good senior bowl. Yeah. Uh, and I think as people, more people look into him, there's becoming more love for him. Uh, obviously, that doesn't necessarily mean anything for how the NFL views him. Uh, but he is a ball of hate on the field. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he is 6'1", 330, but can, like, that side, like, he carries it really well, and yeah. he moves really well in space, and his ability to get to the second level, make reach blocks. Like, I think he is one one guy who's pretty scheme versatile in the in the like outside of the top five i uh, of my interior there aren't that many guys who i think can play in it just yeah. any like in gap power or zone i think he can i think he's and i think my question actually is do you think he's a guard or a center because i think he's a center i yeah I, i'm not sure i i think i think you give him the shot at center first and he's the guy i give the dominic rail a comp to well, my comp is Damian Lewis, who might end up being the Seahawks center. There's some talk oh, about that. Hate that, but he, we not. saw him play center in the NFL, so yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I can see why you you would stick a Damian Lewis comp on him too. He's, yeah, just tone setter in the run game, natural leverage because he's so short and stocky. Yeah. Um, but I I couldn't believe when he got the senior bowl invite. Didn't know a ton about him. Me neither. Watched him. Was like this guy. This guy is draftable for sure. Goes to the senior bowl, has a very very good week. Yeah. Um, return to the tape, and it's like no, this guy. This guy. I would. He's another guy where it's like he could go in the fifth round. He could go in the third round. I don't really know. Yeah. No. I have an early fourth round grade on him. Yeah. Okay. We're the same range. Yeah. I I like him a lot. And like, like he's a guy who. Go ahead. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna jump in and plug and play or yeah. anything, but yeah. like year two, year three, like he, this guy's a developmental starter who I think can eventually be your starting center. Yeah, no, I I feel the same way. You, you know, one thing like you said, natural leverage, but he plays a bit high, like on on tape at least. And I think he cleaned up. I find a lot of these guys do. No, that you no, know, that's fair. That's fair. But I think like when a guy, you know, when he's six one and he's that big, uh, it doesn't hurt him to that too much but yeah if he if he can unlock that he's gonna become even more of a fucking bulldozer in the run you know um who i kind of get vibes with him uh i don't know how to put that in the sentence he gives me vibes of the path of um what's his name the the guard with the funny stance the titans nate, nate, right davis. Guard, nate davis nate davis nate, nate davis yeah small school yeah kind of strange build obviously nate davis had the goofy frog stance but he, he had a really good senior bowl week. Ends up going, I think, third round. Mm-hmm. And is just now they're like a very good starter for the Titans. Yeah, he, he was actually an alternate comp for, 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 for more. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love it. it. You know what I didn't do? It's just because uh, Davis came in a little lighter at the Pro Day. So I give it Damian Lewis. Um, yeah, no. I You know what, too? For, for how big he is, I, I think the low center of gravity, like, Helps him like stay controlled lower body. Like his feet aren't bad at all. Like he, he's more nimble than you think, and his feet are quick. And um, like his body, his body control is good. He stays centered on his block, and and then a lot of power in the upper body. Like another guy, he'll toss guys, and he's just a son of a bitch. Uh, I I like this interior line class so much, and and yeah, he's not in my top ten, but I'm a huge fan of his. Who's your sleeper? Oh, mine was Hainsey. Mine was Hainsey. Oh right, right, right. Okay, who's your deep sleeper? Okay, so to make up for for going high on Hainsey and Green, uh, I'm going to go deep for my deep sleeper. Um, 
I, I do you remember remember from the summer uh, a guy likes Nolan Loffenberg from Air Force. Yeah, he moved. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think we both loved how athletic he was. Yeah, so a project and a half, but he's 6'3", 315, uh, wide body. But, you, you, like, obviously it's Air Force. But you, so you throw on the tape, he's firing off the line, like, big time. And he, yeah. he's creating massive drive in the run. He, he's moving people. And, like, this is against Colorado. So it's, it's not like he's just playing scrubs. Um, like, big time leverage. Um, but then, you know, he, he doesn't pass block very much. Uh, so you know that's going to be a massive, massive project. Um, and this is an undraftable guy. I have an undraftable grade. He's I, for sure he's not getting drafted. Um, like I think the Patriots should just get him into camp and, and work. <laughs> but he, he's a he's a bull in the china shop. But he, he's got he's got that run blocking potential and, and and the mean too. I just I I think there's something there. That is way deeper than mine. I like that pick though. Um, mine I justify it because I checked and Lance line doesn't have a draftable grade. So I said, hey, I'm gonna make him my deep sleeper. And kind of cheat just so I can talk about him a little bit. Uh, Middle Tennessee State's Robert Jones, who had was overshadowed how strong his senior bowl week was. Mm-hmm. Played right tackle for, for Middle Tennessee State. Uh, Going to be a guard in the NFL. You throw on the tape, you you can tell he shouldn't, like he isn't a tackle. Yeah. Like he, he, he can really struggle in pass protection. His foot speed's not great. Um, and uh, he just he doesn't look natural out there. But when he gets hands on a guy, it's game over. He's got so much pop in his hands. We heard about that all week at the Senior Bowl, too. Yeah. How every time he, he hit a guy, everyone could hear it. Um, yeah, he, he tossed uh, Shaka Tony on that one rap. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, in the run game, he is a freak of a just, I think, developmental yeah. guard, power scheme. He's a, he's a guy who I've got a mid-day three grade on him. I don't like another guy. I don't really know where he's viewed. Um, but if uh, I don't know, it's kind of cheating because he's not really a deep sleeper. I just want to talk about him. Uh, who cares? It's our show. We do whatever the fuck we want. Um, yeah, it's almost I like him more than my grade. I, I think to be honest, because I like I got a mid six on him, but I I think he can you know he can develop into something. And it's just you know he he, he you know his feet I think are pretty heavy. He's he's not great balanced. Yeah. And the lower body's just really tight, but everything else, um, like like he's got the mean, he likes to finish. He's got a big frame, and then the pop in the hands is just the the gravy. And I, like he, he when he's in run, uh, when he's run blocking, you can like he's not. A, I don't think he has got a wrestling background, but he looks like a wrestler, and and that's good and bad. Sometimes like he'll put guys down, but he also like lose leverage. Um, here here's here I got I just thought of a question to ask you. Sure. Who's gonna be this class's Michael and when you? Uh, like like. Okay, so immediate someone that's gonna, co- uh, we'll we'll lessen the stakes. Now maybe not as playing several positions and being awesome, um, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, like a guy in on the interior who goes in the sixth round and ends up a starter by the end of the season, and, and you're looking at him going into year two as your starter at that position. I, like I think if you're gonna throw that out, I think Jones is in that conversation. Um, it's a tough question. Again, my, my my Deontay Brown comp is Michael Olenny, so like I have a direct comp, but he's obviously going a lot higher. Uh, I don't know; it's hard. Like, maybe maybe Trey Hill, but he's got a lot of uh, cleaning up to do too. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. Like I I don't know if there's too many. There's a lot of like guys in the, in that like the fifth, sixth round that 
I like that you want to come in, and I think they can develop to be solid starters. Um, but but more so, like the upside isn't that big. They're always they're already kind of there, in my opinion. Who, who would yeah. you pick? Michael Manette, maybe from Penn State. I don't know necessarily See, where he's viewed. Yeah, yeah. Like I think Manette. I like Manette. Um, I got him in the mid fifth. I yeah. I, th- I, I think right he's just more like you're getting a low end starter uh, or like a really high end backup center. Yeah. No, that's that's right. I kind of I, I kind of have in that range we're talking. Manette, Jones, and Trey Hill would be the the three guys for me. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's jump to wild card. I'll just gonna straight up tell you mine is friend of the show Quinn Miners uh, of Wisconsin Whitewater. Uh, hey, go listen to our show in the summer when we had him on. I I interviewed him. Really nice guy. Um, and now he's amazing. That's called the Seven Rounds of Heaven bump. Division three. What was your summer grade on? Play lo- uh, midday two. I was. Uh, I, yeah, I, I think I had him like. In the 60s on my board, I think. Yeah, I, I, had, a, I had a third round grade, and look at us. We, we look fucking smart. Yeah, but yeah we're just smart. Well, yeah, we're smart. There was uh, a point, yeah, though, like the, early January before the senior rolling fight, I was kind of I was getting a little scared. And then it all came together, baby. Just always trust yourself. Um, Division three from Wisconsin Whitewater. Didn't have a season. Uh, late invite to the senior bowl because Lynn Dickerson got hurt. Ends up playing center. For most of the week, mm-hmm. a position he taught himself in, in the summer be, because he just had time to kill, basically. Uh, ends up being the story all week. Everyone knows who he is now. And the, I guess my the reason I put him as a, He also tested fantastic. Yeah. The reason I put him as a wild card is, like, he... Uh, he is a top 100 lock without question at this point. Mm-hmm. It's just how high will he go? How high will someone sell themselves on him? Because I'm not going to lie to you, I have him, I mean, I don't have 32 first-round grades, but he is a top 32 player for me. You are very, I, you know, I was wondering when I was doing this, and like, and like, are we going to have a mini competition to see who's higher on Quinn Miners than each other because we've been on the bandwagon uh, from the start? And uh, you, you win a bit. I, I, I don't have – he's not my top 32. I have a mid-second round grade on him, and I'm – But but you have to think, like, the NFL is also – just assuming that Daniel Jeremiah thinks the way the NFL thinks. Yeah. And Daniel Jeremiah has him in the top 50 now. Yeah. So you got to think he is – he's going in this – he's not falling into the second round at this point. And that, that rise, that makes him the wild card. I, how high will he rise? When draft night comes around – and back into the first round, is someone gonna just pull the trigger? Maybe. I'd love it so much. I'd be so fucking happy. I mean, that, that'd be the best part of the draft before it even happens. Um, he's going top fifty. He's going top fifty. I'll, I'll, I'll say yeah. it for sure. Um, you know what's so awesome though is just like uh, teaching himself to play center without a season. But he also like like uh, like that testing. You know, this dude was working his ass off all all fall along. And you, you watch his body compared to, uh, like, you know, on the 2019 tape to the Senior Bowl. Yeah. And he's still, like, a massive dude, but he, he sculpted his body. He, he lost, all, you know, he, he reworked. Yeah, he, he was a little sloppy in 2019. Yeah, yeah. And he's still got the, the, the bit of the barrel that he lets hang on. It's, it's a part of how what makes him so awesome. But, no, it, it, he, he tied in that up, and, he, he you know, he's he's a he's big and muscular. And and, and he, even mad. when he, he – yeah like, even on that 2019 tape where you can tell – he, he's not as 
physically fit as he is now. Mm-hmm. Like he is easily the most talented player on the field. Yeah. Snap in, snap out. He looks like the most athletic guy on the field, and he's also the biggest guy on the field. Um, he's the definition of dominating your level of competition. Yeah. No, Who's your wild card? Uh, for sure. I, I went with Deontay Brown, who um, is going back to the senior role if you want. Uh, didn't look good. And he obviously had a really good season. Um, he's a massive, massive man. Was 6'3", 264 at the Senior Bowl. Uh, weighed in at, at 344. So the big question is, uh, how much is that weight going to fluctuate? And now, uh, I, I guess he was playing at 360 during the season, and it didn't look to hurt him too much. But you watch him there, you know, he, he just, uh, I don't know. The, the fire didn't look great. Um, he, he, you know, he, he looked like he was a bit sloppy. The, you know, just didn't look like he was holding up great in pass protection. And I'm like, I was really high on him going into the senior bowl. I'm like, fuck, did, did, was, I, was I off on this guy? And, you know, he's not a second-round guy. Now I think you, you throw it back, and I'm like, okay, maybe I was a little too high, but he's he still got all of the pieces there, and he's a fucking fridge. Does, does he end up going kind of in that Damian Lewis range? I, or, I think so. I think so, yeah. Or yeah. the weight the weight concerns push him into date. Like, the, the, he's a good wild card pick because there are times, yeah, on tape, I mean, going to the senior bowl, Literally, I think everyone had him in the top 100, and then everyone backpedaled after the Senior Bowl, um, which you shouldn't let the Senior Bowl, I don't think, influence you that much. Yeah. Um, I, I get it if it's the weight thing, but then he did drop weight already. Um, 20 pounds. Two months. Yeah. like. That, so, that, that shows me, like, you know, he's, he's you he's know, he, he saw what, yeah, exactly. He saw what happened at the Senior Bowl. He saw his stock take a hit, and he, he committed, and, uh, like, that cleans up. And I'm, I'm super high. I got like I got a I got a second round grade on him, and I, I don't okay, think he's gonna go there. Sorry, you're higher on him than I am. Yeah, yeah. Like I think he, I think I like he's the your Lewis Kendrick range. Green. I think he's going in the seventies. Okay. I wonder how many. Uh, it's a good class. It's a good class. It's gonna be really fun. It is. Um, okay. F- finally, best bet. I went with Creed Humphrey. I am fine with that. I went with Landon Dickerson, but I kind of flipped a coin between him and, and Creed Humphrey. I only did Creed Humphrey over Landon Dickerson because Creed Humphrey doesn't have that injury history. Um, the testing. I think – sorry? And the testing for Humphrey. He tested off the charts. Yeah, which is I, sh- shocking to me. me I too. thought that was going to be the thing that held him yeah. back a little bit. And then just most athletic center in the class also. Um <laughs> Three-year starter, best offensive lineman in Oklahoma for three straight years. Which is uh, saying something. Yes. And, yeah, then you add in that athleticism, plug-and-play center. I have a first-round grade on him. Um, I would be totally comfortable taking him in the first round. He, to me, is Travis Frederick, but more athletic. <laughs> like, I know that's a lofty thing to say, but that's, that is my comp for him because he reminds me so much of Travis Frederick. He out-leverages everybody. He's got crazy strong hands. Fantastic anchor. He's another guy who you, you see him finish through the whistle basically every snap. Yeah. He's got a wrestling background. He checks every box for me uh, for what you look for in a center. Um, a guy who I think he's at his best in power, but, yeah, you see that athleticism too. And, like, I th- zone, gap, doesn't matter. He's plug-and-play center. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm all for banging the table for – uh, basically all, all of my top four interior linemen, I, I have in my top 32. So I, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I have a borderline, uh, first round grade on Humphrey, um, like at 25 to 40. So like, I, I got no problem for taking him in, in the twenties. 
Um, and yeah, that, the, the testing just like holy shit. <laughs> and like, you go back, like, like does he look like that kind of athlete? Maybe not, but I think the short area, the agility stuff, I think, I think that shows up. But I, the explosion, I, I'm not so sure. But um, like, I think he's gonna be like a. Uh, I shouldn't even say solid, like a high end starting center in the NFL for a long, long time. Yeah, he's awesome. I mean, uh, yeah. This uh, yeah, this he, center class shaped up really well. He's clean as hell. Uh, yeah, maybe I don't know. I, maybe I'll give him a first yeah. round grade when it's all said. I wouldn't be surprised. But no, he's, he's I, yeah, I, th- I think he's just one of the. I, I don't know. How do you say this? The least bust percentage in the class. One of those guys. Like one of those. Maybe he's not a halt. Like he, I, I. It also hurts because center is kind of a devalued position, but. Yeah, like he is just to me one of the safest players in the draft. I don't think this guy is going to miss. Whereas with Landon Dickerson, you, the injuries could be the reason why. Yeah, no, I, I totally, totally agree. Uh, okay, before we get into our top tens, uh, I would like to tell you about eBay, AJ. I would love um, to hear it. Whether rare, dead stock, or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for on eBay. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators will verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guaranteed tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity and is customized with the sneaker's details. Authenticity guarantee also protects sellers with a verified return process. It's free to sell sneakers, $100 and up on eBay. And thanks to eBay's authenticity guaranteed, verified returns make the whole transaction worry-free. With other sites taking as much as 25%, you're going to have a lot of extra money left for more sneakers. And more betting app at online. We've got NHL. We've got NBA. Opening day is almost here. We've got the Final Four and the Natty. All of these things to bet on, and you can bet on the NFL Draft, which, hey, that's what the show's about. The NFL Draft's, like, less than a month away. That's wild to me. We're in um, NFL Draft And you can bet on it. Who are the 49ers going to take? I don't know, but you can bet on it and maybe make money or lose money. But either way, head to bet online today and uh, sign up Sign up today and receive <laughs> your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. You're online sports book experts. Okay. So in the last couple interior offensive line classes, it's it's uh it's it's interesting. Last year there was twenty seven interior by Wikipedia's number, twenty seven okay. interior offensive linemen taken. But the 2019, 2018, and twenty seventeen there was only seventeen, and then in twenty sixteen there was twenty one. That's that's weird. It's it's almost like it's hard because you don't know who they're classifying as a tackle and interior yeah exactly exactly uh but generally there is five there in, in that five-year time frame there was five to nine centers drafted uh and nine to 18 guards drafted i i think we're gonna like i think it's a good center class um i think there'll be a good a good number of centers uh, i think we're gonna see i don't know i think we're gonna push like last year's numbers for the interior class yeah, I'm. Uh, uh, there's just a lot of guys who might get drafted and might not. Yeah, like Nolan Lovenberg. Uh <laughs> No, I think like I think 25 uh, easy. Yeah, 25 easy. Okay, that's uh, 
Bet on that. I bet online, but I don't know if you <laughs> can bet was, on that. But that wasn't all an ad. Um, do you want to start fifteen to eleven really quick? Yeah, let's rapid fire those. Then we'll we'll jump into top ten. Running a little long, so AJ, please stop gushing about everybody. Okay, I will. Uh, Fifteen, a guy I don't uh, like that much. So here we go. Uh, Jackson Carmen, all the talents there. Uh, I got an early fourth, fourth round grade on him. I, uh, I'm with you. Fuck, I'm already making the show go it's long. A, it's okay. Uh, I'm, Who cares? They can they can he, turn it off. They can keep listening. It's up to them. He, He's polarizing because obviously five star played at Clemson, played left tackle, looks like a guard in the NFL. He has some big fans. We both seem more sour on him. I have him sixteenth for the record. Um, you can see the potential. It's yeah. just it's very sloppy. It, my my pro comp's Eric Flowers. Oh, I got a good one too, Jermaine Fetty. Yeah, so either way, he's a bust who <laughs> needs to play guard but, I if mean, he goes in the first round. Which yeah. I, I, I like. I'm not gonna be shocked when he probably goes on day two. Oh no, me either. Like if he if he goes, I just wouldn't do it in the 80s. I'm not gonna be surprised. 70s even. Yeah, not at yeah. all. Uh, 40 the, he's for gonna me. go above better players. I think. For I that totally potential. agree. To- totally agree. Yeah. Uh, 14 for me, David Moore. My comp is Damian Lewis. Uh, early fourth round grade. Uh, 13 for me, Josh Myers, uh, late third round grade. Uh, my comp is Graham Glasgow. Uh, 12 for That's me. A good one. Yeah, I, I stole it. Uh, 12 for me is Aaron Banks, uh, late third round grade. My comp is Solomon Kinley. And 11, I already talked about him, That's Kendrick cool. Green. Uh, my comp is Damian, uh, Dominic Rayola, mid third round grade. You know how I can tell when you're more passionate about a class is when the comps are like pretty, like, really good, I guess. Are these good comps? Oh yeah, these are good okay. comps. Okay, I thought I found it in all of it, but uh, no, they're they're pretty good. I think they're pretty good. Uh, okay, for me, 15's Robert Hainsey, my guy. Sixteen Mark for me. Mark Lewinsky comp. Uh, okay, so we just flipped our 15, 16. Yeah. Fourteen for me is Aaron Banks, uh, Vernon Carey comp. Thirteen, <laughs> David Moore, Dominic Rayola comp. Twelve. Josh Meyer, so we're both in the kind of the same zone with him. Uh, I've got a Nick Martin comp, and then eleven, I have Deontay Brown with a DJ Fluker comp. Yeah, you're too low on. Deontay. I'm not surprised. Like I love Deontay Brown too much. All right, uh, let's get into this. We're very similar. I was a little surprised. Uh, Ten for me, Trey Smith. I got him in the mid third round, obviously from Tennessee. Struggle with the comp, um, kind of like everyone his size uh, turns out to be a good football player. So my comp is Mike Upati. Um Nine for me. Oh, that's uh, well, lofty. That's what. But okay, Ugh, we're talking about this too much. Mine looking is at, two. Mine, mine is two, so it's fine. Okay, I was just like looking at everyone in um in his size range. They're like multiple Pro Bowlers, so like it's hard to find a good comp for him. So I'm thinking like you know Seahawks Mikey Potty for Trey Smith, but he, he can be early San Fran Mikey Potty. Anyways, talk about him in a sec. Uh, nine for me. Uh, Wyatt Davis from Ohio State, uh, late second, early third. So I'm I'm really high on this group. Uh, another guy I couldn't find a great comp on. I, I went with AJ Khan, who I've always liked more than I think a lot of people have. Um, eight for me is my my favorite player. Actually, th- this is my stretch of my favorite players in in the world. Uh, Deontay Brown. My comp is Michael and Wenu. I've been there for a while. Uh, seven for me. Uh, sorry, mid mid to late second round grade on Deontay Brown. Uh, seven for me. Ben Cleveland, mid second round grade. Finish your drink. A my comp is Chris Kimoatu, baby. <laughs> oh, I love the Kimoatu brothers. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then six for me, uh, friend of the show, favorite favorite person, uh, Quinn Miners. 
mid-second round grade. Comp is Ryan Jensen. I, I stole that, but I like it. Um, okay, so we, we have all the same guys, just different orders. But Ben Cleveland has obviously solidified himself on the all seven rounds in heaven team by Correct. being both of our number sevens. Um, okay, 10 for me is Alex Leatherwood. So I guess you're much higher on him than I am. Five, yeah. Um, 79th on my board, Billy Turner comp. Uh, nine, Kendrick Green. 60th on my board, Elton Jenkins comp. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, Elton Jenkins was one of my favorite players in that draft, and Kendrick Green, I got the same vibes. Uh, eight, Tr- Trey Smith, Tennessee. 57th on my board, Coleccio Semele comp. Um, yeah, that was another one I looked at. <laughs> seventh, Ben Cleveland. 41st on my board. We're both going to be so much higher on him than the NFL. And we'll be right. Yes, we will. I mean, just look at the man. Listen to him talk, too. Also, he, like, is faster than Sage Surratt. He tests um, so well. I, I, yeah, he's almost faster than Sage <laughs> Anyway, pro, pro Comp is a, another former favorite of this show, uh, Wyatt Teller. I, I like that. A bigger, like that. Wyatt, bigger Wyatt Teller, I should yeah, say. Yeah, he is bigger. And then six. Six, Wyatt Davis, uh, 37th on my board. Ben Grubbs Comp. Wyatt Davis just didn't get better. Yeah, that's true. Sure. Let's start with Wyatt Davis. Like I kinda, you're, you're right. He he like he based off that sophomore tape, you're like this guy could be a first round pick. Mm-hmm. I thought he was gonna be like a top and 15 he guy. To, I don't I think he might have been better as a sophomore. I think he was. And I just think you just saw more of his his I don't know, flaw his flaws stood out more this year. Like I I don't think he's a very good athlete. No, um, he's kind of more of a brawler. Yeah, like a he he he's very reliant on his hands and his strength, and the, the lack of athleticism and the ability to get to the second level kind of worries me. Like I don't think he's scheme diverse like some of these other guys. Like I think he's got to be in a power scheme. Um, he's really solid all around. Outside of those kind of those athleticism, his feet are a little questionable. Yeah. Uh like like I like his anchor. I think he's solid in pass protection. Um very good run blocker when it is kind of just man on. Yeah. Uh and, and he can just rely on that power at the point. Um I think he's going to be a really good pro. I just I, I don't the the, the the first round stuff with him has kind of died off anyway. Oh yeah, for for a long time. Um no I agree. Like like so yeah, he he, he like he's powerful. But like six three three fifteen, he's well built. But like he's kind of like a narrow frame, which, which a little concerns me a little bit um, for a guy of his you know playing style. But that like when he you know the punch is great. Like he, he's aggressive as hell, and he like he you know one he can thud blitzers, put them on their ass. Like uh, his hands are his strength, like literally because they're strong. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like the anchor is good when he drops it, but you know the, he he leaves his feet behind. Um, I think he's just like he's got some easy stuff to, to clean up in, in pass pro. Like sometimes I don't think he gets deep enough, which is kind of weird for a guard. That's more of a tackle knock. But sometimes it's just like the rest of the like the, <laughs> the offensive line's like already behind him. I find that kind of strange. Uh, but yeah, like you said, he's he's a brawler, mauler, whatever you want to say in, in the run game, and like he's moving guys consistently. Like he he does all of those things well, but. Um, yeah, it's just another guy. Not great balance. Like he ends up on the ground a lot. I think the thing that's why. But like, it's still, I'm still high on him on the, the turn of the second to the early yeah, third round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, let's do let's do Trey Smith, mm-hmm. who 
he is fantastic in the run game. He is massive. He is a like he kills people. Just another one of those tone setter guys. Uh, similarly, White Davis questions about the athleticism. I th- I'm more worried about his pass protection than White Davis too. Um, and he plays a little bit too high because he is a very tall guard. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think he can be like a legitimate, like high end starter in the right situation. It just hit again, not as scheme diverse as some of these other guys. Like if you, you want left guard power scheme. I think he can be that motherfucker. When Kalecio Simile was at his best, he was one of the best run blocking guards in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it may have been a little bit short lived, but and I, I, another guy who he had to be in a specific scheme. But if everything clicks, like I think he can be really good. It's just there's a lot of a lot more what ifs, I guess, with him than other guys. Plus, I agree. N- not that I'm factoring in the blood clots thing, but the NFL yeah. obviously is going to, which yeah. could potentially push him down the board. Yeah, and then I thought he w- another guy wasn't as good this year, and another guy that was supposed to be a first round pick. Um, like I thought, twenty twenty um, for a guy whose game is power, uh, I, I, he didn't see him get that much movement in the run. And I, I, I get- thought he was good. It was really inconsistent. This yeah, year. that's the, like and like I, I saw him get put on his own butt a couple times, which is like, I, I don't want to see that. And like he, he's not great balance, but yeah, like. When he uses his punch it's and lands it, it's powerful as hell. Um, his hands are heavy. It's just like like there's flashes of big time, big time power. Um, I, like I agree, if you, if you make him consistent, he's going to be really good in a power scheme. Um, and I mean, you throw in the Georgia, uh, the Georgia game, like he could have, did a good job on Davis. Like he kind of like Davis kind of like did did some work early, and then he kind of wore him down. I find like he's got a mean streak. Mm. Took some time yeah. to come on at the Senior Bowl too. Like. Uh, I, so like, I like Trey Smith. It, it, it's just, um... and, and again, with all the guys in our top ten, we think all of them are going to be top one hundred picks and NFL yeah. starters. So yeah. it's not like we dislike any of these guys. We like all of them. It's a really good class. Yeah, and I don't even want to say he's boom or bust, but the he, the boom is there for sure. Uh, like, mm-hmm. he, there's a lot to unlock. Like, yeah, I think he's someone's going to take a chance on the top one hundred. Blood blood clot thing aside, too. Uh, okay, with Ben Cleveland, he is he is the biggest. Yeah, he's one of the like somehow one of the most athletic. He is awesome in the run game. He is. I think he's he's at his best in a gap scheme because he can use that length and that quickness and that power. Um, but like I I I think he can play in any scheme. Um, his size and his his ability to just get consistently. Chip get to that second level, seal a linebacker, open a big hole. He, I thought he was one of the best offensive linemen in the SEC all year. Yeah. Um, and God, he is so good. But like he, I think like I don't know. I I don't know that other like maybe I'm looking in the wrong places, but I haven't seen that much hype about him. But I think he is going to be one of the one of the most consistent guards in the NFL. I was about to say, I, I don't understand why the NFL appears to not be in on him. I I know he does have a history of injuries, but yes. like, yeah. he he played at Georgia in the SEC. For, he's 6'6", 350, test off the charts for that size. Like I said, he can he, he's scheme diverse. He he's gaps his I think gonna be his his best, but like he can play his own. He can play power. He's got it all. My questions 
uh, are his, he naturally doesn't play with great leverage because he's so tall. Yeah. So he's got to work on that bend, and his footwork can be a little inconsistent, and his hand placement and pass protection is a little wonky at times. But still, to me, he's clearly a top 100 guy, and, I mean, he's in my top 50. And, and at that size, he it, it's not a sloppy body at all. Like, there's the shirtless no, pick of him. It's and, ridiculous. Yeah, like, he, he's, he's King Kong. Instead of watching King Kong versus Godzilla, just watch Bank Cleveland tape. Um and, you know, when, when, you, when you get him on the pull, I love watching him pull, man. It's like a, a fucking train. He just puts people in the dirt. I like – and, yeah, like, his feet aren't great. Um, his lower body's a bit stiff too. Um, but I, I don't know. At that, like, we've seen so many guards at that size uh, not have to – not really worry. If their feet are fine, you're okay because they're so fucking big and powerful. It's just hard to beat them. And it, it- – Hey, we thought Wyatt Teller was a top 100 player. It's true. He fell. He he didn't work out with his first team, and then he became one of the best guards in the NFL when he got to the right scheme, got got with uh, Kevin Stefanski in that um, Shanahan run game scheme. And, uh, hey, Ben Cleveland just needs the right spot, and I think we're going to find a guy. Hey, hey, maybe he's the Michael on when you, based on how the NFL feels about him. That's a good point, and I – like again, I was I was you know I was, I was in on on Wendy, but it's not like I was saying he's a top one hundred guy. Um, but yeah, no, I feel feel kind of the same because like you know Wendy wasn't perfect in pass pro, but because he was so goddamn wide. And again, I never thought he could kick out to right tackle and be fucking good. But as a guard, I wasn't too worried because he was so big and the feet were good enough that I'm like, he's going to to not lose too much to quickness because it's going to take you three seconds to get around him, you know. Anyways, yes. I, I love Ben Cleveland. I, I don't, I don't know why. Like, I, I don't think he's going top one hundred, right? I, I haven't seen that anywhere, but yeah, he should. Hey, he should. He should. Um, okay, you want to do your five to one? Uh, yeah, sure. So five. I unless you want to just talk Leatherwood right now. Leatherwood's my five. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, okay, obviously, neither of us view him as a left tackle, which is no. what he played at Alabama. Yeah. Uh, he's he's better suited for guard. I mean, he also tested really well. He um, did, yeah. I think he can be the, the – I've got that Billy Turner comp on him where I think he can be, play tackle if he has to, but you're you're getting more out of him, out of him as a guard. I think he's, he's going to be one of the better pass-protecting guards. Yeah. Um, I do worry about his, his play strength. I do worry about his bend. He to me he like he's very athletic, but he plays really high, and mm-hmm. he doesn't have great hands, um, and, and he kind of just I I don't I, he kind of lacks I thought maybe it's just compared to this rest of this class, but I thought he kind of lacked a bit of an edge. Yeah, no, he he doesn't have a great edge. I, I agree there. Um, no, the, the flaws are there in the pass pro, but I think if you kick him inside, they they clean up quick, and I, I think his hands are like. They're not overly powerful, but like I think he, he, you know, he replaces them pretty well. Um, yeah, I just I wish he had more fire in him, and we saw that both on Bama tape and at the Senior Bowl. It just wasn't there. It's just I, I like there's a, the t- all the tools are there. Like you know, he's big, he's got good length, uh, he tested really well. You can see he, he can move. Um, he just needs to clean up some things. I, I think you're getting a really good starting guard. Uh, for the record, I, I got like an early to mid second round grade on him. Uh, my comp is Andres Pete. Who is a little taller, but yeah, um, yeah. I, I, and again, he's not overly powerful, so I, I get why you're not like he doesn't excite you that much. But I think he can kick inside and be really, really good. Fair. So he's your five, you said. 
Yeah, yeah. So uh, if you want to rattle off my four to one, uh, I think we're going to line up here. Four for me is Jalen Mayfield, uh, Michigan, early to mid-second round grade. Uh, my comp is Rutgers' Anthony Davis, not the other Anthony Davis, or the basketball player Anthony Davis. Um, three, three for me is Creed Humphrey. I got a, a borderline first-round grade on him, 25 to 40 range. My comp is Nick Hardwick, a bit of a throwback there. Uh, two for me is Elijah Vera Tucker, late first-round grade, 20 to the 32 range. My comp is Roger Saffold, and one for me, Landon Dickerson. I have a Roger Saffold comp on someone else. That's weird. Um <laughs> One for me is Landon Dickerson. Uh, pretty much neck and neck with Elijah Veritaker, but I just like Landon Dickerson more. Um, same grade, 20 to 32 range. Uh, my comp is Frank Ragno, which I stole, but I like that one. Um, wait, where do you have Quinn Miners? Six. Oh, I think I, think I stopped listening when you said that because I thought it was so offensive. <laughs> He's, like, right behind. He's right there. Yeah, I have a mid-second. Like I said, it's so offensive. Okay, five for me is Jalen Mayfield of Michigan. 36 on my board, Roger Saffold comp. I mentioned last show, though, as a tackle, Braden Smith comp. Um, four, Quinn Miners, Wisconsin Whitewater, 28th on my board. Ryan Jensen, Richie Incognito, I wrote both those comps mm-hmm. down. Uh, three, Elijah Vera Tucker, uh, 23rd on my board, Joel Batonio comp. Thought uh, about that one. Two, Creed Humphrey, 21st on my board, Travis Frederick comp. One, Landon Dickerson, 15th on my board, Frank Ragnow comp. Okay, so you're, you're super high on Landon Dickerson, and I, I love it. Yeah, no, I, without the injuries, I think this is, like, this is that dude. This is, you, this guy is that, like, all prototype center. Um. Yeah, I'm, uh, you want to, I don't know where to start with. Well, I'm basically, we've talked, we've talked about basically all these guys but Jalen Mayfield, so let's start with Jalen yeah. Mayfield. Yeah, sounds good. I... I can't. Okay, so yeah, you already mentioned a touch on it. The testing surprised me. Um, yeah, he, he looks athletic on tape. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you punch the numbers in; it's a bit better as a guard, but no, not not as well as I expected at all. Um, then you know, he missed this year most of it, at least with the ankle injury. Yeah, like, I I think he'd be a solid right tackle, but I think he's got a chance to be a really really high end guard. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's which I mean that's a bit of a conundrum cuz theoretically obviously well, not even theoretically a tackle is more important than a guard would you rather an average tackle or a, a borderline pro bowl type of guard right um I think at guard though you can hide some of his flaws cuz uh, with yeah. me the worries come from uh just technically he's not that sound in pass protection like that that was the reason I put him to guard less so with the length thing yeah um and then the, I think the testing kind of justified that as well. Um, he just he gets a little upright. He he gets a little mm-hmm. narrow. You you can you can work him with some speed to power. Um, yeah. He, he he doesn't have bad hands, but when the edge gets hands on him, it can it, he can struggle. But then then you see him in the run game. This is where I think his what I thought was great athleticism showed up. He moves really well in the run game, and he plays with some badass to him. Yeah. I th- uh, he he's a guy who I thought looks scheme diverse. I play him at right guard. Um, I I mean I, I don't think he he's there. There's been first round talk. I don't think he's gonna end up at the first round. I wouldn't be surprised if he did. But I think he's narrowly like you take like he's gonna be one of the first guys on day two. Yeah, and, and you throw in that he's not 21 years old yet. Um, you see right. some of the lack of playing experience um, in pass protection. Like his processing isn't quite there yet, but again, you throw that in, in guard, it's not not as big of a deal. Um, and yeah, I just 
he explodes out of his stance. And uh, to, to flip, you know, sometimes moving tackle to guard are usually, you know, it's a negative. But to flip it, um, you move him to guard. I think you not also do you do hide his negatives, but you accentuate the positives. Uh, I think he's, you know, just the movement ability inside and his ability to, to get to the second level. And, um, and he's going to be a way better pass protector as a guard. And the, the mean son of a bitch. Like, he can get up to the second level. And I, I another guy. You know what I loved is something I noticed. Uh, inside the 20, he, he turns it up a bit. And he's more of a finisher. And he's got some even extra nasty. I, I really appreciated that. Um, and, you know, he's str- I think he's strong enough upper body. But, yeah, like, like his feet aren't perfect. Um, like you say, he plays a bit high. Uh, can lose the anchor at times. Like you said, speed to power. But kicking it inside, I think, I think you're going to get a really, really high end guard. Yeah. Do you do you think he'll end up in the first round? No, I don't. I I think I he's I gonna think that where I have him. Yeah. Yeah, I think the testing kind of solidified that. Like like top top fifty hundred percent top. F- like yeah. Go in the forties probably forty five latest probably. Um, and I mean we we talked about Quinn Miners. We talked about Elijah Vera Tucker. We talked about Creed Humphrey and Landon Dickerson. I was surprised you had Humphrey over AVT, and I I kind of wanted to do it, even though I'm lower on on Elijah Vera Tucker. I think that's why my I my comp is saffold. I I I think I'm lower. I think well, I think we're both lower on him than um, maybe the consensus. But like we're not. Neither of us are low on him though. No, no. I think he's a first round pick, and I just don't think he's that like top 15s like you know slam donkey. Do you take me? Don't worry well, about it. I I like I I know I've seen some people say like that they liked his left tackle tape more than Rashawn Slater's. Like to me, that's crazy. Yeah, I like don't, I I don't think. Agree. Yeah, exactly. I think he's really good. Uh, I think Creed Humphrey, again, is just one of the safest players in the draft, and I clearly am in love with Landon Dickerson, um, <laughs> one of my favorite players in the draft. I mean, I really like this interior class a lot. I mean, all, t- all 10 of my 10 are in my top 80. Yeah, no, I'm I'm also a huge fan. Like uh, like I said, I have 13 guys with top uh, top three-round grades. And then, like, like my next couple guys, fourth-round grade. Like, I, I, I like this group a lot, and... It's a, it's just really really fun. Um, honestly, when it's all said and done, I wouldn't be surprised if like Humphreys kind of just jumps AVT, but like like still really really close for me, which they are already. Yeah. But. Yeah. I, I I mean I I th- Barrett Tucker is the only lock for the first round. I think. Yeah. Dickerson and Humphrey are flirting with it. I think there's a better chance of Creed Humphrey going in the first than Landon Dickerson. I don't think you're wrong. Um, checks, okay, he checks, just he before, checked all the boxes. Yeah, sorry. Just one more thing before we, we call the show. Um, how early do you see Alaric Jackson going in the CFL draft? <laughs> well, I've seen on the TSN big board they had him at one. Um, where do you <laughs> have him in, in the – he's from Windsor, I believe. Beautiful Windsor, Ontario. Yeah, I know. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. On the lovely Detroit River. Um, <laughs> I Where do you have him in the, in, in the NFL draft? Late, late, late day three. Okay, I got like a like a late. Say. I still, I've I've been on the Larry Jackson train for a long time. Uh, he's going yeah, in the first round. He's better, he's he he's better than Tristan Wirfs. <laughs> he caught my eye before Wirfs did. Back, we've been watching for like f- four years. It feels like, um, yeah. No, I I think he's gonna be a first round CFL pick. 